0: Pro Football Jokes. Make it uncomfortable. Welcome to the Pro Football Jokes podcast. I am here with a room filled with people. Trust me, I am definitely not just alone on a Friday night uh, recording a podcast by myself. Um, Because, uh, yeah, we have dedicated employees here at Pro Football Jokes. So, um, yeah, I'm joined here by uh, Pep. Uh, Pep, how you doing? Oh, man, I am just great. It has been a week, hasn't it? Ready to talk about it. Okay, that's great. Um, yeah, that's a great response, Pep, and totally not generic. Um, yeah, we got a lot to talk about because uh, they were coming on up upon the trade deadline here, and uh, there have been some big trades, some movement at the quarterback position, um, and just some great football all around. Um, so we wanted to, you know, go around and talk about, uh, some of the movement around the NFL, uh, since we last had our podcast, which, you know, we know is a couple of weeks ago. Um, and yeah, I'll talk about it with all the guys here that are, uh, definitely here and, uh, not, uh, not absent and, uh, doing their jobs. Um, so, uh, let's start with the Christian McCaffrey trade. I know that was, uh, you know, over a week ago now, um, but obviously the biggest trade, uh, so far. Um, and I'm assuming it will be the biggest trade, uh, before the end of the season, before the trade deadline, um, McCaffrey, obviously star player. Um, the, uh, the Panthers get a lot for him. Um, I'm, I was surprised by the haul they got. Um, it, uh, I, I expected, I know Chris McCaffrey, obviously great player, no doubt. Um, but uh, I wouldn't expect a running back like if we we thought that he got would got would have received this much for Christian McCaffrey over the off season, um, you know a second, a third, uh, and a fourth, and the, I mean this is uh, this is a haul um, for a player who has been hasn't been able to stay on the field and plays the most uh, you know injury plagued position uh, in the sport. You know you never know when he could fall off a cliff. Obviously, he's been great this year, and he still looks great, but his injury concerns haven't just gone away. Um, he's still a smaller back who has, was out the past two years. Um, I would not at all be surprised if he played the full season, but uh, again, you just never know at that running back spot. Uh, Reid, do you think uh, Kyle Shanahan uh, made the right decision here? Do you think he uh, it, it was a smart call trading all those picks for Christian McCaffrey? What do you think was going through his mind? (laughs) Clearly I can't draft one, so let's just trade for one. My goodness. Yeah, that is a fair point. I mean, the 49ers have spent uh, a bunch of draft picks on some running backs that they have given up on pretty quickly, obviously. uh, Trey Sermon, just uh, the latest. I mean, even uh, Tyrion Davis-Price they just drafted and clearly don't want to give him the rock. Um, So, yeah, I think uh, they they keep using these picks on – Running backs, and then they fall out of favor quickly. And uh, I, I guess they were just tired of that. Um, but I guess it, it's a big, uh, big move for the team. Obviously, that's trying to make a push. I mean, this is now a very explosive offense. Um, uh, Chris McCaffrey obviously brings a lot to the team. Uh, Pep, what do you think? Uh, what do you think his biggest asset to the to the team is here? What distinguishes him is his rushing. Well, that. Uh, is a fair point i mean he does play running back so uh, i think that that makes sense um good good analysis there uh Jemp, do you uh, agree with that mccaffrey uh people are really high on this year again i think he is better as like a slot receiver than he is as an actual like uh, three down running back wow that is a pretty hot take jim uh for a guy uh, you know who has had a major season as a as a running back who played like every snap for his team but uh yeah I guess uh you know Jem's spitting fire over here uh down on Christian McCaffrey now he's uh, can only play slot receiver um but uh the Sport Niners uh, you know I wouldn't be bad to use him there as well you know Debo obviously another versatile player Kyle Juszczyk can play multiple positions uh you know they got they got a lot there that where they can move guys around and with Kyle Shanahan leading the way, I feel like that's going to be a very creative offense. Uh, the only problem is they have uh, Jimmy G at the helm, so that could be a problem. Um, Drew, do you have any uh, thoughts on what they could do to uh, uh, make sure that their offense is as good as possible? Well, this just get a quarterback. You know, I hadn't thought about that. You know, that's a good point. Uh, you should really call up Kyle Shanahan and uh, tell him to, to get on that. Um, so, uh, yeah, good good thoughts here by everybody. Um, let's move on. Uh, there's, you know, been a lot of other stuff that's happened in the NFL. That was just kind of last week. And then this week, uh, a lot more movement. Um, first of all, the, uh, the Jets. Trading for James Robinson uh, for a sixth-round pick that can become a fifth-round pick, most likely will be a fifth-round pick. Um, uh, this came, obviously, after uh, they have suffered a, a huge setback to their... Um, storybook season of starting five and two. Um, but they lost their star running back, Brees Hall. Uh, I was kind of lower on Brees Hall coming into the season. I didn't think he was, uh, you know, the top running back. I thought that was Kenneth Walker and obviously Kenneth Walker looks amazing too. Um, but Brees Hall has been uh, the the biggest thing he's brought to the deck. Is he's been a home run hitter. He's made big plays every week uh, and they've needed that because Zach Wilson has, really struggled the past two weeks um I thought he had a great game his first start against the Steelers I talked about it here on this podcast um but since then it's been kind of downhill like the next game of the against the Dolphins he was like he, he was just managing the game and was was not great but it was fine um and then the past two weeks he's really been been awful but I will say uh, you know these the, both the games they won and they were ahead for like the entire game, um, and all they were doing was running the ball. Um, and, and I I've been talking about this that can be tough for a quarterback. You think you know you run the ball that's going to help your quarterback, but when you're only throwing the ball on on third downs and obvious you know uh, gotta have it downs like the the easiest downs to throw the ball are first and second down. Um, that's shown in every statistic in the nfl so uh, and it obviously makes sense because the defense that's when you can catch the defense off guard you can take the biggest advantage of like play action um but since the jets have been running the ball so well and they've had leads they haven't needed to do that um so i will say maybe if they get in a situation now where they can't run the ball as well and they're starting to um commit to the pass a little bit more Um, then maybe he will get back to the improvement he was showing in that first game. Um, That's obviously me just kind of wish casting there, but I do think there is that possibility for sure. Um, But uh, you you never know. Um, But uh, James Robinson does certainly help because they, they were using a lot of two backs on the field at the same time, like Michael Carter and Brees Hall were on the field at the same time a lot. Um, So I think they'll try to do that now with James Robinson and Michael Carter. Um, But James Robinson, I really like James Robinson as a player, but he is not a home run hitter. He is not the guy who's going to give you explosive plays. Um, I guess what you're hoping is that Michael Carter can give you some of that. And then James Robinson can be kind of the gritty between the tackles guy. Um, I don't really know why the Jags decided to give up James Robinson. Um, I, I get that they were excited about Travis Etienne and he's played really well. Um, but he, I just don't really trust giving him like a bell cow role. Like I think you'd want to change a pace guy like James Robinson in there, um, especially to do some of that between the tackle stuff that I was talking about uh, since Travis Etienne is kind of a, a similar player where he's, you know, an explosive guy, a home run hitter and, um, but I don't know that he has the build and I don't know that you want him just taking those uh, you know, between the tackles uh, you know, third and one type of runs. Um, obviously they can, you know, work in, uh, I mean, they got like Jamichael hasty back there. Like I, I, he's a smaller back too. I, I just, uh, I'm sure they'll, they'll bring somebody else in or they have somebody, um, you know, on the, or the roster that I, uh, you know, haven't uh, that I'm not thinking of, but, uh it's just it's a little odd since they had a good uh, a good compliment to Travis Etienne already there and all they got back was is probably a fifth round pick um but uh i, I guess that's what they wanted is just to uh, move away from uh, from Robinson and uh you know get what they can i mean i'm not surprised that they couldn't get more um i'm just surprised that they would want to get rid of him Jump, what do you think uh, goes to the mind of a guy like Michael Carter when he has to step into the Brees Hall's shoes here? Hey, man, you know, uh, it's it's my turn to step up, next man up, you know? He he had big steps to step in, and that is the wrong way to say it. Yeah, you guys uh, both make excellent points there. I mean, uh, clearly, uh, you know, it's not easy stepping into the, the steps of a guy like uh, Brees Hall, so... Uh I, I think uh th- this is gonna be a, a big test for the Jets for Zach Wilson. Um but let's move on to uh another uh big trade. Uh the Chiefs trading for Kadarius Tony. Um Tony who had been out with an injury in quotation marks. Uh he actually came out and said yeah, basically like he he wasn't really injured. In the Giants just didn't want to play him, and uh now hopefully he gets on the field with the chiefs. Uh, I think it'll clearly take a couple of weeks, but I think, you know, I've heard the point, you know, he's basically, you know, uh, another Michael Hardman, but with more upside, um, he's obviously bra and, uh, but he's explosive with the ball in his hand and, uh, you know, has that potential to be that, you know, first round receiver that he was drafted as, um, And obviously now he gets the best possible opportunity um, playing with Patrick Mahomes in an Andy Reid offense. Um, But I've thought this before with players going to Andy Reid that I think he's just going to make it work with them. Uh, But sometimes, you know, it's like, you know, I don't have to make it work with this guy if uh, he's not the right fit. Um, And there have been reports that Kadarius Toney hasn't been the hardest worker. Um, So Andy Reid might decide, you know, hey, let's just keep doing what we're doing with Mikkel Hardman and, uh, you know, other guys there, you know, they drafted Sky Moore and, um, uh, obviously brought an MBS and Juju and, uh, you know, it might just not work out with, uh, Kadarius Tony, but this is definitely the best possible spot for him to end up succeeding as an NFL receiver. I don't think it really affects the chiefs that much. Um, cause again, I think the chiefs offense is going to be good with or without Tony. Um, but it's definitely great news for him. If you have him in fantasy, this is the best you could have asked for. Um, you probably dropped him if you're in a season-long league, but you know if you're in a dynasty league, maybe you now have some hope for him. Um, so that's good for you. Uh, fortunately, uh, none of us here drafted uh, Tony in dynasty, so uh, we're all thankful for that. Shut up, man. <laughs> okay, fine, Reeb. Uh, I guess we'll just move on to uh, the next trade um Robert Quinn being moved to the Eagles um I, I found it a little odd just because the Bears just came off a huge win that they're now get getting rid of players obviously I don't think the Bears have a chance uh to do anything this year I don't think uh any of us think they are uh, you know I think they're not that good not good that's being generous <laughs> yeah that's uh that's a good point um but yeah the Bears, uh, I, I guess they, they recognize what they are, and they're not going anywhere this year. And might as well trade, obviously, Robert Quinn definitely up there in years. Uh, might as well get what you can for them. Uh, for an Eagles team that's obviously going all in for right now, um, they just lost Derek Barnett, so they were going, just want, needed a depth piece to replace him, not even you know, they, they have a good pass rushers already. Um, but, you know, they love that fresh rotation, um so that's how they won the super bowl the first time um they're trying to do it again um so we'll see uh how that goes for them um so that's all the big trades um there uh, st- we still have a little time before the trade deadline um i, d- I don't think anything will happen before sunday um but i, I may be for the team on a buy with the Chargers, the chiefs i don't know um but uh I- it's till tuesday so we uh We got a little bit of time. Um, There are a few receivers on the trade, are rumored to be in the trade block, I guess. Uh, Elijah Moore obviously requested the trade um, a couple weeks ago. The Jets say they do not have plans to trade him. I think that's probably true. I don't think they want to trade Elijah Moore, um, especially now that they're going in either passing game or... Um, and I think that was more of, you know, some, some hurt feelings by, by Elijah. And, um, I, I don't know. I, I think they get that figured out and he doesn't get traded, but you never know this. this We've seen players who are disgruntled, you know, force their way out of places, uh, all too often. So, um, could happen. Um, other guys who have been rumored, uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, Chase Claypool and, uh, Jerry Judy, um. And there are quite a few teams that uh, need receivers. Um, the Rams, the uh, the Giants, the Packers. Um, I think uh, the Packers are kind of the team that uh, kind of stands out as a team that really, really could could use somebody. Um, I think we've all seen that. Um, yeah, their offense is going to be hurt, and I don't think they have any wide receivers on the roster. If uh, anybody out there listening thinks they can run about a, a 4-4-40, uh, you might want to uh, send your resume over. Yeah, they've tried with some of these uh, receivers that they've uh, drafted, like Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs, but uh, it doesn't really seem to be working. Um, I, d- 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 what do you think, Drew? Yeah, they, they can't develop them for the life of them. Yeah, and they've been uh, linked a little bit to uh, Chase Claypool. Um, that I, I think that would make sense. I mean, I know Claypool hasn't been great for the Steelers, but the Steelers passing game, uh, you know, just really isn't that great in general. Um, obviously, they prefer Pickens and Deontay Johnson anyway. Um, so you know, he obviously has all the athletic tools. So maybe he could succeed in Green Bay. Uh, it is just kind of sad to see these like two incredible franchises who. We're just obviously the Packers have been amazing the past two years and the Steelers, um, you know, it hasn't been too long since they were uh, in the AFC championship. So uh, now to see where they are, um, it's it's kind of kind of sad. These two uh, teams have definitely changed since then. Yeah, for sure. They have. Um, but uh, if I were a team one, that one on a receiver, I think Brandon Cooks would be the team, the person I'm most interested in just because I think he would cost the least um, I don't think you'd have to give up much for Brandon Cooks at this point, <laughs> and obviously he's been traded for, for so much over the course of his career, this would be the fourth time he's been traded if, if it does in fact happen, um, he's obviously fetched you know a first round pick twice and then a second round pick the last time he was traded, Um and, uh, uh but now he's really towards the end of his career and hasn't been playing as well this year um so I definitely don't think he'd cost much but I think he'd be more successful in a team that isn't the Texans so um you and like I don't know that he's any worse than Chase Claypool or Jerry Judy at this point obviously those guys have more potential um so if if but the teams who are trading for receivers at this point are, are win-now teams. They're teams that are trying to compete for a Super Bowl right now. Uh, the Rams, the Packers, um, even the Giants um, who I mentioned, um, I think they are teams that wander in right now. Um, even if you might not agree that they're in Super Bowl con- contention, um, I, I think they certainly believe they are. Um, so I, I think that makes sense. The Chiefs already, already traded for Kuzarius Tony, and I, I don't think they're going to spend a lot of a lot more capital on receivers at this point, especially since their offense has been so good up to this point. Um, so uh, I, I don't see them being in the mix, um, but I think I, I, w- I would be surprised if none of these guys got moved. Um, I, I would think at least at least one of them does. Yeah, I, I can agree with you there. Well, I'm glad uh, you uh, agree so vigorously, Pep. Um Anyway, let's uh, talk. There's also been some quarterback uh, changes uh, that have gone on, or at least uh, I, I some uh, the only real big change is the one we're going to talk uh, about first, which is the the Colts benching Matt Ryan for Sam Ellinger. Um, uh, this was a little bit surprising. I mean, first it was like uh, maybe this is an injury, but they said no. Sam's going to be the starter for the rest of the season. Um, I know Matt Ryan hasn't played well, um, for sure. But I am surprised that they are moving to you know, a pretty unproven, uh, you know, t- quarterback uh, this this soon. Um, you know, Ellinger was a the guy they were they were talking up last year, and I I don't know. It, it just seems a little odd. They they didn't seem to want to go with him at all to start the season. It wasn't even a a question. Even like. Before they traded for Matt Ryan, I know it wasn't long, but it didn't seem like they were even considering just starting the season with Ellinger. They were looking to trade for somebody. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm surprised. Um, I guess uh, it's better than going to Nick Foles, but uh, do you agree, Drew? Like, what's the upside of, like, starting Nick Foles anyway? I feel like he's not going to be on the team that much longer anyway. Like, maybe, like, a few years, and he's not going to be your franchise quarterback. Yeah, that's a fair point. I guess uh, they do just believe in uh, Sam Ellinger, um, so we'll see. Um, he's obviously starting uh, this week against the Washington Commanders, uh, who obviously were involved in the, the switch with the, the the Colts. They traded away, the Colts traded away Carson Wentz to the Commanders, and now Wentz gets hurt and Heineke comes in. Heineke wins his first start. Um uh, What do you think uh, Heineke uh, brings here? Do you think he is the better option than Carson Wentz? Uh, Jemp, what do you think? I mean, it's exciting football to watch in that way, but also, I mean, obviously his team believes in him and and loves him. Yeah, Terry obviously had his best game with uh, Heineke last week. Uh, God, Terry was just so good. I just love watching Terry McLaurin. I think he is, uh, he's become like my favorite player of all time, and it's it's just every time they throw him the football, he does something, like, special with it. It's not really just like a normal catch. It's just, uh, you know, I mean, obviously sometimes it is. But they're, they're, they're targeting so occasionally, uh, at least they have been. I think it'll change a little bit with Heineke now. But every time, it's just he makes just so many incredible plays that I think are, you know, underrated um, and God, he's just—he's just one of the best receivers in the NFL, uh, easily. Um, but uh, yeah, let's uh, do use that transition to talk about uh, another one of the best receivers in the NFL who just uh, got diagnosed with a hip injury that's going to keep him out four to six weeks. Jamar Chase, you man. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, Reeb, it's just uh, how things go. Um, you know, I thought we all thought uh jamar chase is gonna be fine because he came back into the game on sunday um what did you think when you heard the news that he was gonna be out uh four to six weeks they say i mean maybe sooner because he could uh they didn't even put him on ir but uh, that's the initial timeline here this was pretty heartbreaking yeah and it's got to be especially heartbreaking when uh zach taylor said it was just soreness what a fucking unnecessary thing to say like yeah no i have to agree with you uh seems like uh, they, they must have had some idea that he was hurt. Uh, it seems weird that they would say that just days before. Um, finding out he was out for an extended period of time. But, uh, yeah, I guess uh, we'll see how well their offense works without him. Uh, they have the Browns this week, so hopefully we still all picked him. Um, obviously, we all made that pick before we knew the Jabbar Chase news. Um, I'd still pick him, but much less confident now. But, uh. Yeah. Um, Anyway, other quarterback news. There is a bit of a controversy brewing on the Patriots. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, on Monday Night Football, they uh, did not do that well against the Bears. Um, And uh, Mac Jones uh, went to the bench after just two drives. Um, And uh, then Bailey Zappi came in, which the crowd was chanting for vigorously. Uh, Patriots fans love Bailey Zappi, um, because they just are hoping he's Tom Brady, um, which is probably unlikely. But I will say, like, I am not surprised that Bill Belichick put Zappi back in. Um, like, he, I, I think when he went to Tom Brady originally, it was, uh, a little bit surprised. I mean, I, I, there was a lot, like obviously Brady had played more games than Zappy and was winning. Um, and they weren't winning before, but like, it, it's sort of a similar situation here where, um, you know, there's a high pedigree guy in Mac Jones who, you know, has had success in the past. Obviously, Drew had a couple of, you know, struggling seasons before and, um, was obviously older than Mac Jones. Um, but still, he was a number one overall pick for the Patriots, had, you know, taken them to a Super Bowl in the past um, and, uh, you know, got hurt after only two weeks. And then Tom Brady, it's not like Tom Brady was lighting the world on fire when he came in. Um, he was just winning, um, which is what Bailey Zappi has done. Um, so i, I and, and like, obviously, Bill Belichick didn't know Tom Brady was going to become the greatest quarterback of all times when he made that switch. He just did it for the best interest of the team. And it was kind of a similar move here. Uh, Now they say they're going back to Mac Jones. Um, He's going to start on Sunday against the Jets. But uh, this is going to keep brewing all season long. I mean, Bill Belichick was pretty... uh, He wasn't very... He was pretty noncommittal. He barely announced him as a starter. He was like, yeah, he got a full load in practice this week. And they're like, so does that mean he's starting? And he was like, "Isn't that what I just said?" Uh, so like he uh, he knows what well, that he is giving like the biggest non answers. Like after the game, they asked him uh, for like immediately, and he was like, "Yeah." I, he was basically gave like the biggest non answer I've ever heard, and just pretended like he didn't understand the question, um, even though it was a pretty straightforward question. You know, who's gonna start for you? Um, and the the idea that he's going to play two quarterbacks in this game, like well, he, that, he that was the plan, uh, and I guess it was because he reported it beforehand. But that's just, if that's the plan, then I think that was just an excuse to knowing that he might want to bench Mac, Mac Jones uh, for Bailey Zappi, and that it is like kind of an open competition, or uh, at least as close to it as you can get, like mid season. Um, so uh, yeah, it's, it's very weird. Um and uh I, I guess if Mac Jones just goes out there and plays well this uh, upcoming week, um then maybe you maybe can just put an end to it. But uh it might be tough against a tough Jets defense. So uh we'll see how that plays out. It's a good point. Thank you, Drew. Um and uh one other quarterback note, um the Saints did officially name Andy Dalton their starter, um now that James is healthy. Um it's kind of weird after coming off the game where he threw three picks two of them for touchdowns um, but I thought he played well overall in the game honestly I mean he played that first pick was terrible in the end zone um the the second pick six was not great either but you know he was getting hit and uh, you know it's but obviously the the first pick six was not his fault at all it just went off the receiver's hands and he was also just dropping some dimes. Um, you know, on the sidelines and receivers were dropping them, and they still put up you know a ton of points. They were moving the ball up and down the field. Um, it's funny that Andy Dalton is the guy who's you know uh, drop you know throwing bombs and moving the offense, but also throwing picks. Uh, when Jameis is the guy who's just been kind of you know boring and um, you know your typical guy that you they've always been reversed. Uh, it's like Jameis entered. Andy Dalton's body but uh yeah I, I like this version of Andy Dalton and I think it's a better version for the Saints than what James was given them um I never really understood uh you know why uh it, it was so set in stone that James was going to be the s- starter I mean uh, not that I was surprised that they went into the season with James a starter but uh, there were like people who would like say you know maybe Andy Dalton could uh win this job and People, like, laughed it off, like, as if Jameis has been, like, so much better than Andy Dalton over his career. Like, I think Dalton has probably had the better career. Obviously, he's older now, but, uh, I mean, Jameis isn't, like, a spring chicken either. It's not like, I don't think there's still, like, potential for Jameis to, you know, develop into some star quarterback, and Andy Dalton, I don't think, has really declined much. So, I'm not surprised by this. Um, I think it's a good move for the Saints. Uh, I don't think it elevates them by any means, but uh, you might as well just go with the quarterback who's playing what better at this point. So uh, that right now that's Andy Dalton. I've just been a big fan of the guy. He does put his life into this S. And um, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm starting him, and no matter what happens, I back him 100%. Wow, those are some uh, kind words for uh, Andy Dalton there, uh, Pep. I didn't know you were uh, such a big uh, Dalton supporter, but uh, yeah, I uh, appreciate it. It's uh, nice to know that uh, you uh, you feel that way. Um, Reeb is someone who uh, has watched Andy uh, through uh, a lot of hard times in Cincinnati and good times. Um, you, what were you thinking as uh, Pep was uh, going on that speech about uh, about Andy? I'm like, what the f- is this? Okay, um, you know, I can't say I wasn't thinking the same thing, but I would have been maybe just a little bit more tactful about it, but that's fine, Reeb. It's tact in your strong suit. Um, so, uh, anyway, that's basically all the uh, the movement uh, right now. Hopefully, uh, a couple more trades to talk about before the deadline, but uh, you know, we'll see. Um, uh, but uh, since we're recording this on Friday, I figured we'd uh, talk a little bit about Thursday night football, which just uh, happened. Uh, the Bucks obviously have been uh, struggling a lot um, on offense, mostly, and uh, things didn't really get better on Thursday. We thought it looked like they were going to come out swinging. It was going to be those cla- the classic uh, Tom Brady lays a hammer after uh, being doubted games. Um, they come out, score, and they're, First two drives, um, you know, stall in the red zone in their second drive, but still they were moving the ball, and then they just went totally quiet. Uh, I know their defense, like, couldn't get a stop in the second half, but they held them to three points and really would have shut them out in the first half if it hadn't been for the muff punt. Um, so, like, you you got to gain some – got to put some distance between yourself and the Ravens um, during that point when the Ravens were throwing the ball – uh 30 times for some reason um but uh yeah the bucks just couldn't do it and uh they uh you know they get that uh garbage time touchdown which did uh let me win my parlay um it's the most important thing you can really do yeah no it definitely is so you know right there's actually nothing wrong with the the bucks offense um but uh the, the I, I will say, even though Julio did score that garbage that touchdown, I was like, they gotta get Julio off the field. he he just l- does not look right, and uh, it's so hard watching him play um, that catch that like got overturned on that last drive where uh, you know it hit the ground um, where he like laid out for it. I know people will say like that's not an easy catch. like he has to dive for that um but any nor- like the only reason he had to lay out for that is because it took him like fifteen minutes to like put his foot in the ground and come back towards the ball um If you watch that like any other receiver would have just been able to just easily just um you know move back and uh, get in position for that catch um but it just takes Julio so long because he just doesn 't have that same change of direction that he, you know he used to have um and it might be injury it might be. He's just getting older, and the accumulation of injuries. So, uh, I think they should get him off the field for sure. Um, they have good receivers. Um, uh, obviously, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and uh, Russell Gage is fine too. Um, even I, I think even Rashad Perriman is better than Julia Jones at this point. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, that. That's just tough. But I still think Tom Brady probably gets it together. Pep, what do you think? Do you think the Bucks uh, right the ship here? That's a tough question. Yeah, uh, I, I guess it is a tough question. Um, I guess uh, you know I wouldn't want you to have to answer any tough questions. So let's just move on. Um, well, um, yeah, uh, as for the Raven side of things, um, I think it was a very good showing. I think for them in the second half, I think this is what they want to be. They want to be a running team. Um, they Clearly, Gus has, Gus Edwards has brought new life into them. He did get hurt at the end of the game, so hopefully, it's not too serious and he can just come back and um, continue to carry that. Because if it's Kenyan, it goes back to Kenyon Drake, then then I have some concerns. But uh, as long as they have like a real running back like Gus Edwards back there, um, with obviously with Lamar Jackson, um, they're going to be able to run the ball. Um, They seem to unlock, you know, a couple new pass catchers. with Isaiah likely having a breakout game. Even DeMarcus Robinson had a pretty good game, too. Um, They need to get Bateman and Andrews healthy. Uh, Andrew said his injury isn't too serious. Um, So hopefully he'll be back for next week with the, you know, extra three days rest. But uh, Bateman just uh, can't seem to stay healthy. God damn it. Yeah, I think that is what the Ravens are thinking every time he gets hurt. So, uh, yeah, good point there, Reeb. Um, All right. Well, um, you know, this was going to be a shorter pod, so um, I'll I'll give a chance for one of us to give an overreaction if we want to. Um, Anyone want to throw one out there? Do not ever pick the Bills to win a game wow okay uh that's uh that's a pretty spicy one pep uh not sure what that's even overreaction to since the bills were on a buy and uh, have been one of the best teams in the league um but i guess uh for the sake of our overreaction segment you got to give the people what they want yeah that is true and that's why we are giving them this podcast and uh we are very happy um to provide this content for our loyal fans Um, And hope you enjoyed this one. I know it's a shorter podcast, but uh, it's going to be a great week of football upcoming. Hopefully you get a chance to listen before the action on Sunday. um, And we will be back next week. Pro Football Jokes. Make it uncomfortable.